Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Hiya, Kate. Hi. How you doing? I'm all right. That's good. That's good. I owe you an apology. Wow! I know, because usually I owe the listeners an apology Uh because I get things wrong. I owe you an apology because I didn't hear you say something that was funny last time. (laughs) How dare you? I know, and it didn't. Usually, what happens is I talk, you talk, I talk, you talk. I don't listen because I'm thinking of the next thing I'm going to say. Yeah, I do. I talk over you, and then so sometimes I miss entire like swaths of the conversation until you send me the files later for me to you know no i do the exact same thing and when when i'm editing i'm like oh that's funny oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) exactly exactly so here's the funny thing that you did we were talking about uh well for some reason we were talking about foxes even though the last episode was about uh duck death and the tulip yeah it was the last page that has the fox right and it has the fox and then and then that led naturally to a conversation of the gray goose Uh uh-huh then you said something about vodka yeah now, in my defense, I don't drink much vodka. <laughs> I did vaguely understand that Grey Goose there vodka. is such a thing as Grey Goose vodka, yeah. but I, somehow you said it, and it was just it just in the ear, and then it walked around for a while because there's nothing in there, and then it just walked out the other ear, and I didn't really. It's all I didn't good. Really. So that was a funny joke, Kate. Thank you. You're welcome. Aww. You're welcome. Because I could even hear, because usually if I get it after the fact, I can kind of hear myself like laugh a little late. And there wasn't even that. It was just like plowing forward, not even, not even coming back. So it's all good. All right, that's good. And uh, and and who are you? Oh, I am Kate, the funny woman. That's right. And I'm Betsy, the straight man. Sure, let's go with that. Okay. Not? Okay. And uh, we're fusing Kate, and we do stuff. Yeah. Like read books. Children's books. Children's books. Yep. Short books. Uh, like picture books. Picture books. The, the shortest up. No, it's not. No. I guess board books are actually. One of these days we got to do a classic board book. Isn't a board book a, ch- a picture book? No, child. Child, child. We what? Will, we will board cover. books have pictures. Ergo, a will, board book is a picture book. We will cover all this in time. There is Just plenty saying. of time to cover all of this. But it's not like they're novels. They're they? they're not the same as picture books because picture books can be turned into board books and it can go terribly, terribly wrong. Can't board books get expanded into a children's book? They can. I'm trying to think of any example in which a board book has become longer and I can come up with nothing. No, it's usually picture books are adapted into board books. But anyway, that's a, that's not the point. The point is that we read picture books. All right. And we determine if they're classics or not. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Because what... you know children's books and I know Life. I know about the Kardashians. I don't and, know anything about the Kardashians um, at all. Ooh, maybe my challenge for this book should be: Can I uh, like tie, you can tie the Kardashians in, to this book? You're gonna have a heck of a job ahead of you, but there may be something to aid you. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, what what month is this? October. Uh, shush. <laughs> Hashtag October. Yeah. TM. That's mine. <laughs> um. Yes, it's October. It's October in an October way. 
and uh, we're we're doing uh, we're doing the the Halloween classic children's books, of which there are some. And this one, I'm, I was feeling I was pretty feeling pretty slick about today's book because I hadn't thought of it. No one had suggested it uh, because I ignore all suggestions from listeners apparently. Um, and this one, I, I had thought about it. And I was like, and it's it's wonderfully um, it's it's got a uh, it's got a black protagonist, uh, which you almost never see in holiday books at all, let alone classic ones. So I was feeling really good. And then I discovered, uh, well, there's a little trick to this book. It's a board book. No, <laughs> it's not a board book. So here's, okay, I'm just gonna do this. Okay, so this is the book that I was thinking of. Uh, what is the book? A Tiger Called Thomas. By? Um, oh, she's at the Charlotte Zolotow. Which is an awesome name. And, uh, and illustrated by? Diana Kane. Blumenthal? No, Bluthenthal. Oh, Bluthenthal. Bluthenthal. Sorry. Much, not, yeah, not, not like Blumenthal. You've got Blumenthal on the brain. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. So that's, I was pretty happy with that. And then um, I discovered uh, there had been an earlier edition a, of the book. A Tiger Called Tiger. And, and this one was illustrated by? Kurt Worth. So that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, I didn't know there was an earlier, an earlier version. And then um, between those two books, actually... Uh, there was another book. Oh my god! And this one was illustrated by... Catherine, who spells her name wrong, stuck. Yes, correct. Correct on all points. <laughs> so I thought, wow, that's a, that's quite a lot. Until this year... Dude. When the newest version... Ooh, a tiger called Tomas. Tomas! And this is illustrated by... Maria Alvarez... Uh, Miguenas. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so you have before you... Wow. Four different editions... Of a book. Dude, this is a bit much. Like it, You don't have to read them all. No, but you understand what I have to do. What do you, you have to see if there's any similarities or dissimilarities. Exactly. To a certain extent, yes. I just do like that. with Heather has two mommies, just like with, um, uh, what was the brat? Olivia? I'm not asking for a written, written report. Um, what you was can the brat's do a, name? Olivia? Which one? The brat. In the that ho- doesn't lay her down. Ho- at the hotel. Oh, Eloise. Eloise. Why did I think Olivia? There, I, because there is an Olivia that you haven't met yet. Oh, great. Oh, my gosh. That's kind of... Either you're psychic or you actually listen to me sometimes. This is amazing. Ne- I'm thinking you're psychic. Neither. <laughs> I'm going to go with neither. Yeah. You don't have... We're not expecting a written reporter or anything. You, you don't have to, like, delve all the way deeply. Just do a cursory... A look through. So it's Catherine, Kurt, Diana, and Marta, not Maria. Oh, I'm Marta. sorry, Marta. Sorry, Marta. Yes, um, but all with the same author, though the text does change in the last one um, because it it uh, includes uh, Spanish words as opposed to all the other versions. But otherwise, the text is pretty much exactly the same. I don't know this question mark. Good. Sure it does. It's the same. Look, no human being in the history of this world has ever compared all four books in any context. I'm just going to say that because I believe it. So, uh, you will be the first. Uh, we. We will be the first. Oh, right, The right. glory is ours. No pressure. Hee-hee. Jeez Louise. All right. So, uh, I'll see you in an hour. And, make uh, it two. Yeah, I'll make it two. Okay. Right. While Kate's reading four books... I'm going to use my time when I would usually give you background information about the books instead to offer a whiny rant followed by a plea. I am aware that this is not the most effective way of getting things done in the world, but there you go. Now, first off, let's talk about Charlotte Zolotow. 
Charlotte Zolotow, very cool lady, very smart in the head. Editor who worked under Ursula Nordstrom for many, many years, wrote loads of picture books uh, in her day as well, many of which are quite good. Uh, mother of fellow children's author Crescent Dragonwagon. We'll probably get to her at some point. Uh, creator, and this is important, of the other picture book, William's Doll. Now, I have for years been saying that William's Doll, which is about a boy who gets a doll, gets teased about it, doesn't, you know, let that get to him, and continues on his merry way. I've been saying for years that this book needed new illustrations. If you've ever seen William's Doll, where he's got his penny loafers and a neckerchief, and it drives me crazy. Anyway, I feel that this is a book that desperately needs new illustrations. For whatever reason, it has never been re-illustrated. And I thought, well, maybe it's just too hard. Maybe maybe it's too difficult to re-illustrate a Charlotte Zolotow picture book. You see where I'm going with this. What the heck? A tiger called Thomas has been re-illustrated four freaking times. And William's doll doesn't get a single re-illustration? Come on, people. What's Christian Robinson up to? Just bloody well give it to him. He already did the dead bird for crying out loud. He knows how to re-illustrate. Just re-illustrate William's doll. Yeah, we're going to have to do an episode on William's doll. I see that now. You look familiar. Do I know you? My book report on <laughs> differences in children's picture books is ready for you, Mrs. Bird. Up to the front of the classroom, Ms. Ramsey. We'll see what you have. It's prepared. very interesting. There are differences. Are there in the text or yeah. in the... Really? Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, 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 okay. How do we even begin? Okay. So I started in alphabetical order by last name. Oh, doggone it. Shouldn't we go chronologically by year of publication? Uh, that's okay. We can figure it out as we go. Okay. I just went with this. That's okay. We, we started with Tomas. Okay. So the most recent one, the one out in, in 2018. Yes. Uh, a tiger called Tomas. And I tried to buy Marta, not Maria. Sorry, Marta. Yeah. So that was on me. Uh, so uh, every book I try to figure out how old they set the kid. Oh. And this one... I don't know about you, but I set him around 9 or 10. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I love the fact that his front porch has cacti. Oh, okay. So that sets it in a very distinctive place, then. Not necessarily. Well, you, you can can't get... grow cacti in the October in the Midwest or the Northeast or even the Northwest, right? I mean, cacti wouldn't do well in the, in the outdoors, right? He's wearing a t-shirt. He is wearing a t-shirt. He's wearing a t-shirt in are, October. These are potted... Cacti. Oh, okay, sure. that, okay, well then it's October then, though, right? It is October. Okay, well, you a actually, I think this version starts in the summertime. Oh, okay. Because the leaves, there's a lot of cacti there. The okay. leaves are all green, and as the book progresses, the leaves start changing. Oh, okay. So I okay. kind of think it shows oh, just right. how long he's been shy and by himself. Also, today it was in the 70s in October, and so yeah, okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, why doesn't he think so? For people who don't know what this book is about, it's about a kid who's scared to meet people until he gets a Halloween costume of a tiger, and then he goes out to trick-or-treat, and he's surprised that people recognize him and want to hang out with him, and then... At he's the always end, too afraid to join them, and his mom keeps saying, like, why don't you go join her? Why don't you join him? And he always says, because they wouldn't like me, but why, why wouldn't they like... Like, 
what bully at his old because they just moved mm-hmm. to this new house. What bully at the old neighborhood said no one is going to like you at your new home? Like, I think it's different. I think because um in, at least in the case of this book and the one that came before it, I think he is uh you know, he's a Latino kid. He has moved to a new neighborhood that is I don't it's not maybe he's moved from a neighborhood where everyone looked like him to a neighborhood where not as many people look like him. And it's that cultural separation um, that's really making him think they're not going to like me. I'm not saying that like there isn't other people who are like him, but that just when he looks around, it's very different for him. And so his excuse is, they won't like me. That's my theory. Okay. Okay. I gotta say, though, his front porch has great people watching. I mean, oh, yeah. he sees so many people on his front porch. I mean, My front porch is crap. <laughs> I can't see anybody. But it's interesting to, that this version will sometimes say um, he sat on his steps and watched them pass versus other books that said he sat on steps, ellipsis, watching, or huh. sat on his new porch, ellipsis, watching. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is a weird change. Yeah, it's, okay. it's interesting. Huh. Um, I do like this book's illustrations the best. I would agree. Because this has my tattoo. Oh, 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 which one? It is when he's looking and he's watching the sparrows and the trees mm-hmm. and the cat is coming out to play. It is mm-hmm. this one particular sparrow <laughs> who just <laughs> uh. looks like he got caught with a worm in his mouth. Doobie 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 doobie. That's what he's, he's saying, he's actually. Looking, he's actually saying in my mind, doobie doobie doobie. And he's looking at the audience like, uh-oh, they, they found me. <laughs> I've been caught. What do I do? Stand still. No one will see me. <laughs> He's very cute. He is very cute. So he gets this Halloween costume of a tiger, and he goes trick-or-treating by himself. Okay, so that's an ancient, archaic... I don't know. How old is the kid? All right. If he's nine or ten, is he... Could he go trick-or-treating by himself? He could, if he's nine or ten, yes. And if it's a small neighborhood where everyone... And maybe the parents told him you can only go... Only on the block. All right, all right. I was all, like, set to be like, this original book came out in 1963 when you could have a two-year-old walking down the middle of the street and nobody would say boo. But, yeah, you're right. A a nine- or ten-year-old could potentially trick-or-treat, depending on the neighborhood, depending on the parents. He goes around... And decides to stop by uh, the woman's house where... The woman who always does her gardening out front. And the text in every book says the chrysanthemums were still blooming in front of her house. And I thought, hey gardeners, do chrysanthemums bloom in late October? So I texted mom and she said... (laughs) What did she say? She said, yep, well, not if there were a freak hard frost early, but they're pretty tough. Some of the ones I've been seeing for sale have barely started. Yeah, all right. So, story checks out. Story checks out. Just had it. Just had to make sure. Point to Charlotte Zolito. However, I thought I, I I'm all for the first lady giving orange candies because that's what you get on Halloween. Sure. Candies. Yep. And then the next person gives candied apples. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go right back to the. Uh, this is strange to me that they didn't change this actually. Because originally, book 1963, then remember the 1980s come along, everyone's like, razor blades and apples! And, uh, and then they stopped, and then what was the one thing we were taught, even when we were taught as children? Never take homemade food 
on Halloween. Yeah, and then the next one, pumpkin cookies. Yeah, who, who are these people? And the next one, and in this version, it looks like she's also holding cookies. cookies. They don't say it, but then they've right. added, the artist has added homemade baked goods. Yeah. It's like... What happened to candy? Candy is... Good old-fashioned, no. run-of-the-mill, give me some, like... Some Hershey's, some Kit Kat, some crunches. Like, I just yeah. want some candy. At least they weren't given, like, pencils and apples. But, um, I guess they were doing apples, but it was candy <laughs> yeah, apples yeah. at least, yeah. No, it's, it, this is a weird thing not to change. Because this is, everybody knows. No, you don't, like, okay, here's a, here's a challenge for you. This Halloween, make some popcorn balls, attempt to give them out. Anywhere there's a parent nearby, parent's gonna be like, yeah, it's okay, we don't need the popcorn balls. Yeah, they're just... Nobody trusts And also, this. kids don't want popcorn balls. Kids want candy. Yeah. Feed them candy. Feed them candy. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> candy rights. Ooh! <laughs> and, but, okay, so then it gets to the very end where he realizes that, you know, everyone liked him even though they could see through his mask, which mm -hmm. I didn't think was metaphorical for hiding behind very good. his shell. Very and, good. And, he, and it turns out they all like him and he Excellent. likes them too and he took off his mask and he was smiling. So... This is definitely relatable for all the shy kids out there, or kids who have moved a lot and have had to go to new neighborhood after new neighborhood. This is a... This and this edition, I should say, this newest edition, The Tiger Called Tomas, has an afterword by uh, the daughter of, of Charlotte Zolotow, uh, whose name is, in fact, Crescent Dragon Wagon. Uh, now, Excuse me? Uh, Crescent Dragon Wagon. <laughs> you, didn't know, you didn't read that part? I, <laughs> you I read the whole dang book, but you didn't read that it was by Crescent Dragon Wagon? I didn't get down to the name. I just oh. read the first couple paragraphs about I have how... met on... I've had tea. I've literally had tea with Crescent Dragon Wagon. I have at Alice's Tea Cup in New York City. And yes, and so she has a lovely afterward here. Yeah, no, I like how she explains that her mom was, was that... shy. She, she was yeah. that Jewish girl with a back brace and thick glasses mm -hmm. who moved a lot and was very shy and yeah. scared. Yeah, this, yeah. So she wrote a book that so was... nice. Relatable for Which kids. Which is great, because none of the others, I think, have an afterword of any sort, so it's nice to get some context. So, the rest of the books I'll kind of speed through quickly. Um, next is the Blumenthal Okay, so we're version. going, um, we're literally going backwards in time. We're going uh, from newest to oldest. So this was the one, this was the one I thought was the only one that ever existed. And its publication date is 2003. Okay. Okay. That's relatively recent. Yeah, not bad. So, this kid looks younger than the Tomas kid. Uh-huh. How, how what age would you put him at? Um, I was kind of... Oh, yeah, he does look younger. Well, he he looks very young in the beginning. Well, it's partly because he's got uh, no hair. He's got no hair. And it make no hair which, on, a, on a child's rem body. Which, remember that. Okay, I'm all gonna, right. I'm going to go back to that. Okay. So, right, so he has no hair, and it, he carries around a fishbowl as his friend. Right. He keeps the fishbowl on the porch with him. Now, this Thomas is um, the first time that they did not make him white. So he is a black character. And I put him around seven or eight. But this is also the only version that put a two-page spread of no text after he sees his friend, well, sort of friend, Maria. So he's told by Maria's mom, hey, if you see Maria, you know, she's dressed as a witch. He sees Maria, she says, hi, Tom Thomas, and then he goes into his house. So this is the only book that has two pages of him going into his house. That's very strange. No text, but it's it kind of gives you that break. in yeah, Because otherwise yeah. it goes from, 
hi Tom- Thomas to, to hi mom yeah Thomas walked up the stairs to his own room and it's like wait was she in his house like right. so so it's nice that the two pages kind of okay. gives it a nice good because I'm break. a very cynical person and I was like they were just trying to pad it out the 32 pages like no that actually has a purpose where it was put yeah very good um don't like the illustrations on this one though yeah that's all right next we have the stock yes, yes Catherine the stock. stock. This one came out in 1988. All right, so okay. when when Betsy was 10. And I was but a wee lass. But a wee, but a wee <laughs> babe in our... Now he looks a lot younger. Now he, I'm thinking like five. Yeah, it's a sweater. And this is the first... So I read these in the order that I'm going through them. And this yeah. is the first time I read where it says he had brown eyes and brown hair. Oh! Those two versions didn't. But these next two versions do. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. All right. So I'm like, interesting. Mm. And instead of stoop, it says porch. It says porch four times in this book instead of stoop. Why would you change porch to stoop? Well, well, keep in mind we're going back in time. Right. So back then they said porch. I say porch. Do we not say porch? Now apparently there are only stoops. Okay. Well, I was 10 when this came out, so I guess... Well, I mean, the porch, porch is like the... Porch itself in my... Well, the porch is like the, the part that you would walk on, right, not the steps. Right, right, So okay. maybe the stoop is the steps. Sure. Right? Okay, sure. Um, however, this is also the version where the illustrator does not know how to draw a poodle. Oh. It clearly says that yeah. the old man's dog is a poodle. That what is, the heck is that? That's a schnauzer, I think. I... If you're being kind, yes. Uh, yeah, I don't... That's not a poodle. I, no, the face is not a poodle. Nope. And the they described the poodle. Yeah. And These uh, other two books were very good on the poodle. Yeah. This one, not so much. This is a schnauzer. <laughs> and this is the only version that takes out the old, the old man's winking. So when what? the so the old man when he gives away his cookies, right? He winks at Thomas to be like, oh, I know who you are, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's your candy tiger. Wink, wink. Here. <laughs> I can see right through your costume. Yeah. Wink, wink. Mister Tiger. Right, yeah. but they take it out in this version. I'm I am more disturbed by their removing it than its presence. This one just says, the old man dropped a big pumpkin cookie into his bag. Fresh made, Thomas, he said. Best thing for tigers, he added. That's it. Where's the wink? No winks. Sans, apparently, maybe in I 1988, they, they thought, thought it was to... Wink, an old man winking at a young but boy. But giving him was... a raw cookie, that's okay. Well, and having <laughs> this, what looks like, five-year-old walking around on the streets by himself yeah, is also well, okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a whole thing. And finally, we come to the last version. Which is to say, the very first one ever made. This is one. Back in 1963. This one's by Kurt Worth. Kurt Worth. And this one is like watercolor and ink, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so they would have, you know, they would have put the money into it. And this one also mentions he had brown eyes and brown hair. (laughs) Whereas the other ones just said uh, he was quite nice. Right. Which I was like, okay. All right. And this one also says porch instead of stoop. Hmm. So it was definitely post-80s. Right. We switched. Okay. I, th- I think this version is interesting, though, because on the first two pages, you see Thomas. Mm-hmm. But then after that, it's from his perspective. Oh, that's interesting. So you're seeing... Wait, you're, you've got a Thomas POV? Yeah, so it's he like... He looks older. 
So I put him at around eight. Yeah. For this one. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but you can see, you know, he's seeing mm-hmm. Gerald. He's seeing Marie playing hopscotch. He's seeing Gerald love, walking down the street. Like, I love teenager fashions from the 60s. It's just Plaid shirts yeah. and high-waisted pants. And, well, and, no. And this, no. No, Those, those are like, what are you, oh, they're, they're rolled up. Um, yeah, they're rolled up pants. The and then he's tops. got the high tops. Yeah. Yep. But I thought that was interesting. Um, but this version... This is the version where I love the old man the most. Oh, it's it's Colonel Sanders. He's got like fifty mustaches in one. Where do you put all those mustaches? You just layer them. You just them. gotta pile them up. Think Farrah Fawcett's hair in a mustache. <laughs> you imagine that he like when there's like a big wind, he just like tosses his mustaches <laughs> back and forth and lets them just blow all around Ooh. his face. <laughs> yes, that's poodle though. That is a po- clear-cut poodle. Yeah, so it was yeah. just only one version. That Apparently, Captain Stock had never seen a poodle before. But, so yeah, so yeah. those are the differences. So where we've got two books with porch, two books with stoop, two books with brown hair, brown eyes, two books without. Some say uh, sat on the steps watching. Some say sat on the steps and watched them pass. It's interesting to uh, it's, they're little differences, but. Mm-hmm. And then you got that one version, Tomas's version with my favorite sparrow. There you go. And that is the end of my book report. Yay! It's oh, exhausting. Well done. I didn't. I didn't warn you at all. I was going to do this, but but partly because I decided on the book, and then I decided to put holds on it, and I kept noticing that there were all these different publication dates, and then I saw there were different illustrators, and I was like. What the heck? I've never heard there was more than one illustrator for this book. Maybe and, two. And technically, but there's kind of more, more than one author if you keep changing yeah, the text like and that. and they do. The text continually changes. The most recent version being the most changes, if only because they keep putting the, the Spanish in, but it's, it really doesn't change the story at all. Right. Yeah. But it's interesting that the most recent version took out the brown hair and brown eyes. Yeah. Like, I mean, you just rely it, on it the illustrations, really. To... Yeah, I mean, you know, you gotta let the art do some of the heavy lifting to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. So Charlotte Zillatow, um, she's not one of those. Uh, you've never heard of her, right? Nope. Yeah. Okay. So she's she's not really known to the general public, but she she has a lot of books still in print to this day. She's just kept on a nice slow like publishing cycle. And then in this particular case. Um, I, I don't know, Did was your sense, if you look at them in order, that they got better as they went? I mean, I guess my question is, why is this 1980s version by Catherine Stock, why does this exist? Why does it Why did exist? they redo it? I guess they thought that the 60s one was too dated. Yeah. And they were trying to update it for the 80s. <laughs> I mean, even the font of the title... Yeah. Is, is screams like a little Stranger Things to me, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I am very disappointed by but, the teenager uh, and the fact that he is not an incredibly he's not 80s. Wearing, yeah, he's not wearing that. neon. There's no mullet. There's no neon. He actually could wear this outfit today and be fine. Yeah. He'd be well, fine. It's, it's also watercolor, which I'm not like yeah. digging their version well, it wasn't of it. The first it. one, the, the oldest one was watercolor too though, right? Well, it was watercolor, but it had ink. So you could get more definitive lines, whereas the first one was mainly just not not that much ink, so the the lines blurred a lot more. Right. I'd yeah. rather have some clear, crisp lines. I think that's why I like the Tomas version. It's funny. I'm actually looking at the um, uh, the most recent one, and I'm seeing that I was wondering how they did the art. They usually will have a little thing that says how they did the art. 
Adobe Photoshop was used to prepare the full color art. So I think this may be an entirely photoshopped art book, which is a big change. Wait, could you win or even be nominated for a Calica if it's on Adobe Photoshop? Yes, you can. And there have, usually it's a mix of um, illustration and Photoshop. Yeah. Now, that's a good question, though. I don't know if a pure Photoshop book has ever won. If you know, gentle listeners, uh, you could tell me at fusecating at gmail.com, or you could email me and say, Betsy, do your own damn research, and I could do that, too. <laughs> there you go. Or you could make something up, and I'd believe you. I believe another notable thing is that in the case of the most recent one, the race of the protagonist is the same as the race of the illustrator. Which was not the case for the previous... I mean, obviously the first two were by white people who did white Thomases. Right. But uh, Diana Kane Blumenthal, who did the black um, Thomas, is not herself black. But Marta Alvarez McWaynes is, in fact, uh, Latinx herself. So, that is notable. It was turned into a short animated film. Uh, this version... The, uh, the Blumenthal. The Blumenthal. The Blumenthal. <laughs> you, you have Belinda Blumenthal in I your head. That's what you. Yeah, I know. I, I have. I've I find never it heard too. someone named Blumenthal. I know. In my life. I've heard of Bluth. There's too many. T's. And I've heard of Blumenthal. Pick one. But a Blumenthal is very <laughs> difficult to two. pronounce. You can only one. I know. But in any case, in this, it was actually turned into a little short animated film. So that's cute. I'll embed that into the source notes in case anyone's curious. Hopefully. They will also adapt uh, the latest one, A Tiger Called Tomas, because it's lovely. Yeah. So ratings time. But how do you rate four entirely different versions? Well, I am going to rate the story. Mm-hmm. And then I'll pick my favorite illustrator separately. I will do the same and copy you. I... And pretend the idea was my own. <laughs> so the story, I like the story. It's relatable. Especially if you're either just shy or you've moved a lot or maybe you uh, have anxiety, social anxiety issues. I don't know if maybe if you're autistic. Like, there's different ways you could look at That's this That's an interesting theory, too. Autistic? I, he could be on the spectrum. Yeah. He, yeah. And he just doesn't. Huh. But, you know, so he... That's interesting. So having a mask is a great way to hide. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and mm. I think it's a great story. I did not anticipate a heartwarming warming Halloween story. Yeah, it's not usual. That's usually Christmas has kind of a corner on the market with that but one. But if I but... had a kid, I would totally bust this book out for Halloween. Oh, heck yeah! I mean, even if I... Clearly it's been bust out in many different versions over the years. Even if it wasn't Halloween time, you could yeah. still read oh, this yeah. book. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and as for the favorite illustrator, I think I already made it clear that Tomas, like that, the, those yeah, illustrations Tomas are my is, favorite. Yeah, Tomas is the best. I mean, yeah. the, the watercolor on stocks is too runny. Um, Worth's is watercolor and ink, and it's just, uh, too dated, I guess. It's very dated. And it's not, rem it's not memorable at all. And, and Diana Kane Bluthenthal's is too simple. It's just too bland and the colors are just too bright i don't know there's not a lot of detail i i just don't like that one so yeah tomas for the win yep uh oh and a rating oh a rating i would give it um i'd give it a seven yeah okay i can't okay. do a 7.5 so i'm gonna go with seven yeah 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 um, I hear you on every single point that you said. Uh, I love this story. I was myself a very shy child uh, growing up. 
can't imagine. I mean, it, the, the mom's saying, like, oh, just introduce yourself to this kid, like, playing on the street. Like, I'm sorry, what? Some no. kids do that. Some yeah, some kids are capable of doing that. And some kids were more like me and would, would have been like, in what planet do you think I'm from? That I'm going to walk up to some stranger and face possible rejection. No, thank you. So I relate to uh, Thomas or Tomas, depending on what version you're reading. Especially because, you know, I completely understand, yeah, putting on a tiger costume and, and using that, you know, to communicate and it more freely. Been, it could have been any costume, but the but Charlotte Zolotow chose a tiger because they're fierce, they're strong. Well, and they're orange like Halloween. Yeah. And can really pop when you've got an illustrated book. I mean, you know, the curtain And the whole earth, mask thing is a great cover, yes. too. Oh, completely, completely. You know, I chose this book thinking only of the Bluthenthal version. That was the only, you know, the only reason I actually even was selecting this, not knowing that there were four different versions out there. Um, I'm glad you brought out the different versions, though, because I think it's good to compare and contrast absolutely. and see the change in text and that winky man going away and coming back. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it a porch? Is it a stoop? I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. Old men can wink all the time these Back days. In my day, we encourage it. So, <laughs> so, so your rating? Um, well, it comes down. Well, let me just say which one of my favorite is illustrated. Um, it actually, I actually like the Bluthenthal quite a lot. The art. Um, I like the simple style. I like what she did, and I really feel like the design is better because if you look at the previous, the earliest two versions, the text is just these big chunks. Yeah. And then there's art, and here. They weave it around and well, in the middle and, and over. They weave it around in Tomas' Right, exactly. Too. And so I like both of them, but I do feel that the Tomas is the most sophisticated. Um, obviously, it's the newest one. It's the shiniest one. It's. But it's, I didn't know when each version came out. There you go. So I'm going off of what yeah. I... And head tip to, uh, to Tomas also for not making the old man creepy. Because it is hard to have an old man smiling at a boy and and not have it be and, creepy and on winking. some of them. I and winking. I mean, it's a weird keep thing. Keep in mind, his, the, the, the Tomas's old man mustache is not as on no, point. No, no, it's not. It's, it's not fair faucet. It's more broomstick. Yeah. Or bro what do you call it? The, the bottom part of a broom. Uh, the, the brush. Yeah, the brush. The it's, brush. Like, it's like broom brush. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. So on that point, Kurt Worth did uh, ground the Tomas book into the dust when it came to old man face, facial yeah. foliage. Yes. Uh, <laughs> facial foliage. That's what it's called. That's the technical term. <laughs> so, but yes. And uh, my reading is actually also seven. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It was going to be. I swear it was before you said anything. It was. So it's a classic. Nice. Yay. Cool. A real true Halloween classic. Nice. Very nice. All right. Letters time. All right. First off, I want to give true credit to Ramona. And her fellow librarians at the San Diego County Library because they created, after hearing our Don't Let the Pigeon Drive the Bus episode and our query as to whether the pigeon would be Slytherin or not, they created a Slytherin pigeon. Uh, they, they, we can see it on our Instagram. He's got the full Slytherin. He's got the scarf. He's got the lovely little logo. Uh, he has it all. And double hat tip uh, to Brooke Shirts, another librarian, who discovered his true name, which would have to be a uh, Sligen. I 100% approve. I do too. Yeah, go to Fuse, the number eight, Kate, 
on Instagram and check this out because it made my day. No, you know what made my day even more though was in behind the pigeon. There is a needlepoint yes. Slytherin crest that I'm like somebody did that. I'm like prop. Props, yep, 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 props yep, 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 yep. Okay, then Katie wrote in and she said answering a question from the podcast. German genders its nouns masculine, feminine, and neuter. So in German, duck which is, you know, we did Duck Death and the Tulip, which was German. So in German, a duck, dienta, I'm going to say, is female by default, and death, der Tod, is male. So maybe that's why the duck is female. It might be a translation thing. Yeah. Thanks, Katie. Yes, thank you very much. That's very good. And she, um... She talked about some good uh, grief picture books that she has uh, read to her own son when he was five. She actually kind of inspired me. I kind of want to make a... I've got a lot of people who are uh, suggesting different death-related picture books. I kind of want to make a bibliography of the darn thing. So I may do that uh, and include that, I don't know, maybe in the show notes. We'll, we'll figure it out. Oh, and she also says, I also had Oxcart Man and the Fox went out on a chilly night as a child and thought they were too boring to read. Yeah, so, see? Thank you. Yeah, Thank we'll, you so much, Katie. We'll do Oxcart Man when we just have no other books. When we run out of books. <laughs> that when will there's be... literally no other picture book left on this good green earth. That'll be like episode 1048. <laughs> no, you talk about it. No, you talk about it. No, you talk about it. So no, you a, talk about it. There was a guy. There's an ox. The end. And it has a cart. <laughs> Catherine, finally, uh, she said, love your podcast. Uh, my five-year-old daughter's a little obsessed with this topic. Thanks for the recommendations. I'm going to check them out. I feel a little silly recommending books to you because I think you probably know everything already. I do. No. I do. It's, no, it's, I don't. She I does. I can't fill in this my is, brain. This is the great lie of the podcast. <laughs> She's heard of all of these, and I'm just faking it the whole time. It's true. <laughs> um, but she also recommended good death uh, picture books, uh, including Ricky and the Squirrel, which sounds freaking familiar. Um, oh, it's a book, Betsy. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Would you cut me up on that? Yeah. Uh, no problem. Maybe. She also recommended Halloween books. Uh, Go Away, Big Green Monster. Thank you. The Little Lady Who Was Not Afraid of Anything. Thank you. And The Teeny Tiny Woman by Paul Galdon. You did inspire me. Um, I had I got a good idea from these, so we will, we will see if they come up at some point. not going to use any of them. I didn't say that. Grown-up things we like. <laughs> okay, um... You go first. Okie dokie. Uh, two things. This past weekend, my library said, Betsy, do you want to be a judge in a cake contest? And Betsy said, why, yes, I do want to be a judge in a cake contest. So I was a judge in a cake contest. That sounds pretty cool until, you know, I didn't actually eat any of the cakes. I had to do it visually. But they did have lots of treats. You're just trying not to laugh in my face because you're like, Betsy was all excited. That is such Schadenfreude. I know. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. You do not know your Oh, I do. I just can't say it. Schadenfreude. 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 I did eat lots of treats because they did have treats around them, but the actual cakes. And actually, to be fair, um, Two of the cakes were purchased and then donated to the library people, so I did get to eat the cakes that way. But I did not judge them on the way. But I was still happy because I was a judge in a cake eating contest. Well, not a cake eating contest, a cake contest. Uh, and I'm also happy because uh, it's fallen pumpkin ale is reportedly back. I haven't seen it, I haven't tasted it, but it's back somewhere. Um, that's pretty gross. What do you mean that's gross? That's delightful. I think. No, they, I think. That's like see, too you dis- keep doing this. You keep saying gross when you mean delightful. No, it's like and it's like a speech impediment. Disgusting things. To, you put them together. Oh my gosh! Pumpkin ale cake. Pumpkins <gasps> would be so good. Pumpkins and ale. Oh well. No. You know, there's no actual pumpkin in pumpkin ale. 
But it tastes like it, right? It tastes like the spices that you put in, like, a pumpkin well, thing. Well, then why would you call it... Why don't you just you call it, You could call it, like, it pumpkin spice ale, but then nobody would buy it. Why don't so. you call it, like, nutmeg ale? I would totally buy nutmeg ale. Right? I don't know why ale. they don't call it... Oh! Cinnamon ale! You're speaking my language! All right. All right what's your thing? So, this weekend, after um, our... I don't know what you're going to call him this week. The uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Are you talking about our dude? Yeah, the dude. The dude. The dude abides. The dude and I ran our first 5K together at the Chicago International 5K event. You did that while I was eating cake. Yeah, yep. it was raining and yeah. cold, and it was like a it was like a level red. It only goes up. What's to, a level red? Well, there's yellow, orange, red, and black. Wait, what do they? What do those mean? Those Weather. Levels? And yeah. red's bad. Red's bad. Oh. It was like t- they we arrived and they were like. Please take shelter under the uh, daily building. We will be delaying the race until the oh. weather is How safer. long were you delayed? I don't know, like 20 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. So after that, uh, we went to the Morton Arboretum, where uh, there's this amazing... If you are in the Chicago area, go see this. It is amazing. There, This Danish artist named Thomas Dambo made these... 15 to 30 foot tall and one of them is 60 feet tall sculptures that are are trolls um they're these there's six colossal trolls crafted from reclaimed wood and they're meant to serve as the protectors of our environment um to resemble the trolls of european folklore they are just astounding and you get to go you know go all over the arboretum which is large. I mean, you have to drive to see all the different trolls and, you know, kids were climbing on them when they shouldn't have, but they're, they make for great photo ops and, um, they're going to definitely last until 2019, assuming they can make it through the winter. Yeah. I've been intending to go. Um, my hope is when I have relatives in town for Thanksgiving, that we'll be able to bring them there. It's about an hour drive from Evanston. So they'll definitely be there through 2018 and they want to make them through 2019 just because one, they're bringing in business. Yeah. And two, they're just remarkable. But if, you know, Chicago winters, tear them down. This is true. What can you do? Yeah. Huh. What's the likelihood we're going to have a rough winter this year? Huh. Huh. I mean, last yeah. year wasn't that bad. So last year wasn't too bad. It wasn't. It you wasn't never great. know. Global you never warming. Know. Yay! Yay! Thank you, global warming. <laughs> so thanks You're for bringing me a memorable Halloween book. No problem, Because I remember last year's, I only remember two of them. But the fact that I remember both of them is... That's very significant. You got, so hopefully out of the You got four, creepy carrots because of the song. Yeah, that's right. And you got the spider and the fly because it was in black and white. That's right. That's right. And so now I can, and all I'm going to remember now is Tomas. That's fine. I'm not That's all you have else. to remember because he is awesome. I'll just be like, Betsy, what's that Halloween Tomas book? I'll be like, it's a tiger named Tomas. There you or, go. Like, it's not. It's the tiger called Tomas. See, I won't See? even get the name right. See? Right. See? We'll just call it Tomas. We'll just call it Tomas. We understand. Okay. All right. I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse, the number eight, Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Givens Kime, and our dude is Drew Atienza. Fuse, number eight, and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal.